0: just recently started to gather information on this poor girl. I call her a girl. She was almost 30 years old, but compared to me, that's a girl. Um, From what I have gathered up to this point, uh, I believe at some point in time that this poor girl was in some horrific way victimized I'm not sure about that, but indications point in that direction from what I have seen thus far. I cannot say that for sure, so I am not stating that as a fact. I am just saying that the information that I have gathered thus far kind of leans in that direction. I have a whole lot of questions with regards to this situation But I have not finished doing uh, my research on this, so I'm not going to go too much into it. Let's just say I have a lot of questions um, that at this point have not been answered. Um, At any rate, I wanted to point out a couple of things. First of all, The left, as is typical, immediately on social media, went on the attack politically against the victims. This is standard operating procedure for the left. This is standard operating procedure for terrorists, standard operating procedure for Islamic terrorists. Uh, They commit an act of atrocity, or one of their members commits an act of atrocity, and the left immediately comes out blaming the victims and claiming aggrieved status, so that when the truth comes out about the situation, they are already on the defensive and, and and claiming that, that they are the ones that have been victimized, despite the fact that it was very clearly a targeted situation. It was very clearly a transgendered individual who targeted Christians. Now, this is not to say that all transgenders are violent, because they are not yet. This is to say that the left is violent, almost exclusively the left is violent, and I believe that we are going to see much, much more of this violence in the near future. As the 2024 elections approach, We are going to see more violence. We're going to see more violence from Antifa. We are going to see more violence from BLM. We are going to see more violence from transgender individuals. Not transgender per se, but individuals who belong to the Pride movement, who are activists, who have been seduced by sexual deviance and leftist activism, uh, which this poor young lady clearly had been. This, again, is standard, uh, and I've said this many, many, many times. Violence is the exclusive language of the left. It is in... So many of their manuals, their playbooks. The one that immediately comes to mind is Mao Tse Tung's book on guerrilla warfare, where he states that when socialism cannot be introduced, via the normal political system it is the responsibility it is the duty of the socialist revolutionary the communist revolutionary to use violence and that is what they do you look at any communist revolution throughout all of history, and it always, always, every single time, leads to a massive body count. You see, they cannot win in the arena of politics, at least not for long, and the reason that they cannot win in the arena of politics is because their philosophy is built on nothing. It is directly counter to all reality. It is counter to the reality of the human condition. It, it is counter to the reality of economics. But most importantly, it is counter to the reality of God. It, by definition, rejects the very existence of a God and replaces God with the state. The state becomes God. But modern leftism, and this is just a reiteration of stuff that has gone on Throughout time, throughout human history, is that from the state becoming God, eventually you as an individual become your own God. And this is what transgenderism is. It is not only a rejection of the existence of God and His precepts, it is you becoming your own God and creating yourself. You rejecting the way that God created you and trying to create yourself as you want yourself to be. And as is always the case, as one drifts further and further away from reality, mental health problems inevitably occur. The very definition of the term psychosis is a break with reality. And on the mental illness spectrum, and mental illness is a spectrum, the further away from reality you get, the worse your mental health condition becomes. Now, again, this poor young lady, uh, Audrey Hale was her name. Uh, She did have uh, some significant mental illness. Uh, She was, by some reports, autistic, although high-functioning. But she was also being seen by a doctor for what has only up to this point been described as a mental disorder. This could be a personality disorder, it could be any number of things. And it's hard to tell which came first on this one. Was it the mental disorder, the pre-existing mental disorder that led her further and further away from reality? Or was it her Walking further and further away from reality that caused an increase in the symptoms of a mental disorder. And uh, that is very frequently a question for mental health professionals. At any rate, I do not believe that she entirely operated alone. I do not know that she had any direct help. There are some questions about that, and I am not ready to deliver my opinion on that subject because, again, I have not finished my research on what happened. But I will when I finish my research to my satisfaction. But what I do want to point out is that this kind of thing oh uh, well, the 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 help that she received, or perhaps the motivation that she received. is it just so happens that today, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, the day that has been called on to be a day of trans vengeance day of trans vengeance in my estimation this day of trans vengeance has been used as a preemptive excuse for violence against christians in the United States by the left. They are pre-claiming victimhood status. Now, once again, I want to point out that there are no Christians hunting down and murdering trans people this phenomenon does not exist. I want to say that again. There are no Christians running around murdering trans people. There are no true Christians running around murdering anybody. They are certainly not murdering homosexuals, transsexuals, etc. Just in the same way that BLM came into existence based on the lie that police were hunting down and killing unarmed black men, so is this movement of trans vengeance. They are introducing a new group of zealots onto our streets to strike violently against Christians. BLM, Antifa, although they also target Christians, they do not do so specifically. I believe that this this trans-vengeance movement has been created specifically to target Christians, because Christianity and Christians are seen by the left as their greatest enemy, their greatest material enemy. This Day of vengeance, and you can look it up online, I actually have links to websites that mention this. Strangely enough, one of those links is called the Struggle for Socialism, which proves right there that there is a direct link between the political left and the trans movement. There is evidence that this particular shooter in Nashville, Tennessee, was a left-leaning individual. Of course, that's not unusual for any of the mass shooters. As uh, another thing I like to point out is that every single or uh, pretty much every single mass shooter in the entire history of this country have been leftists in one form or fashion or another. I do not know if this girl was participating in this movement. I do know that she had written extensively about something, about her motivations. The police have indicated that she had written a manifesto And that there were additional writings that they found in her car. That there is apparently no dearth of evidence with regards to her motivation. I also know that this information either has not been released to the press or the press has not released it to the people. And I believe that the reason for that is because if they did release this to the press, then it would prove certain things that the left does not want proven. The left is always trying to hide what they are doing. Also today, multiple Catholic schools have been the targets of terroristic phone calls stating that active shooters were either active or were going to be active in those schools. They were Christian schools. This is not a coincidence, folks. I'm sorry, I do not believe in coincidence, and this was not a coincidence. Yet another thing the left is good at, and I want to point this out too, is that they are really good at hypocrisy. You see, right after this shooting, the left did their typical attack against law-abiding citizens Owning firearms to protect themselves. And I spent a lot of time yesterday swatting each of them down, using the same argument over and over and over again. These are arguments that they cannot fight against. And, lo and behold, I find out That, again, typical of the left, just as they are okay with murdering children, as long as those children are an inconvenience to their parents, but they're not okay with murdering children if it was done with a firearm, such that they can go out and and try to remove the firearms from law-abiding citizens. They're actually okay with firearms being used in self-defense as long as it is in defense of their side. See, they don't mind people having guns as long as those people are on their side. NPR had a, an article just recently published talking about how it's a good thing that a bunch of trans people are acquiring firearms and learning how to use them so that they can defend themselves from right-wing extremists. And as also is typical of the left, when they say terms like right-wing extremists, they can never, ever, ever specifically Indicate to whom they are referring. And just like the BLM movement was unable to produce any evidence whatsoever that police were hunting down and murdering unarmed black people, this trans movement will not be able to produce any evidence that they are being in any way, shape, or form persecuted. As a matter of fact, the only persecution that they have been able to point to is the fact that they have a very high amount of suicide in their community. And they blame Christians for that. It's Christians' fault that we want to kill ourselves. Or that we are killing ourselves. When in reality, what it is, is you are living your life in a manner inconsistent with the way it was designed. And when you live your life, when you use something inconsistent with the way it was designed, it's going to break. When you live your life inconsistent with the way it was designed, it's going to break. That is a fact. Another thing I would like to point out, too, is nobody else can make somebody feel a certain way. If you feel bad because somebody said something to you, or because somebody looks down upon you, or because somebody does not approve of you, or whatever, it is because you have chosen to feel bad. You have decided that you are going to emotionally respond to that stimulus that otherwise has no influence on you whatsoever. So that's not an excuse to go around killing people. It is not an excuse to go around murdering people because they make you feel bad. Nobody can make you feel any way. You decide how you are going to feel, assuming, of course, you are in any way an adult, which, as I have pointed out again multiple times, leftism is a developmental disorder in which people fail to mature into adulthood. Typically, they're stuck in Erickson's identity versus role confusion or earlier, God help them. So here they are claiming aggrieved status, saying that Christians make them feel bad. So they are within their rights. And this goes along with the whole garbage about saying that that words are violence. But they feel that they are within their rights to murder other people because they feel bad when contrasting and comparing themselves with those other people. That is motivation. That is appropriate motivation for murder. I have also stated this before because some people can say, oh, well, what about hate crimes against... I have already discussed this and will willingly discuss it again. Again. And again and again and again, if called upon to do so, the number of hate crimes in the United States, the number of violent hate, not even violent hate crimes, just the number of hate crimes, period, against people because of their sexual preference slash identity when compared to the overall crime rate of the United States is statistically non-existent. I did a study, ran the numbers myself, of crimes against persons. This is not even violent crimes, just crimes against persons based on sexual identity slash sexual preference. There were about 1,200 in, I believe it was 2020. And then I compared that to the violent crimes, every single violent crime that occurred or that was reported in the United States, which was in the millions. And guess what? It was 0.004% or something thereabouts. It was so small as to be statistically, to call it statistically insignificant is an understatement. So trans people, homosexuals are not being victimized. They're not being hunted down. If there is any victimization going on, it is in their heads. This is is a demonstrable fact, but facts do not matter. Reality does not matter to the left. It does not matter to insane people. Insane people, by definition, are not in contact. They are not in touch with reality. Or they are in touch with it and they absolutely hate it. They hate reality. They want reality to be other than what it is, and they are incapable of actually changing reality. And this frustrates them. Now we're going to get into why this is not new. There is nothing new under the sun. This has been going on, again, since the very, very beginning of human history, and I'm going to get into that. You see, the exact same thing happened thousands of years ago, and it happened for the exact same reason. Cain killed his brother Abel for the exact same reason. This is not an aberration. This is not unusual. As a matter of fact, this is very, very usual. The Bible says that Cain brought God an offering of vegetables. And Abel also... Brought an offering of his first fruits, of his fatted lambs, and Abel's offering was accepted and Cain's was not. Now, the reason for God not accepting Abel's sacrifice versus Cain's sacrifice has been debated a lot. And one of the theories is that, well, the only way that we can tell anything is by how the accounts of the two offerings differ. In Cain's case, it said just that he brought an offering to God, whereas in Abel's case, it says that he brought an offering to God of his first fruits and of his fatted lambs. That means the best lambs that he had. They were his first fruits. They were his best lambs. The juxtaposition there, and a Hebrew audience would have understood this. The, the, dichotomy between the two would indicate that Cain kept the best for himself and in giving his offering was only doing so out of obligation. He was only going through the motions, but his heart wasn't in it. And an act of worship means nothing if your heart is not in it. I also read another commentarian who was of the theory that because the word also appears when it refers to uh, Abel's offering, uh, he theorizes that uh, Abel's offering was a, uh, or contained a sin offering whereas Cain's did not, indicating that uh, Abel understood that he was a sinner and that he required a sin offering to pay the price for his sin, whereas Abel must not have considered his uh, himself a sinner or must not have considered a, a reason to give a sin offering and so he did not, and from the very beginning in Genesis, even before this, in uh, before, with, with Adam and Eve, it was shown that only a blood sacrifice can cover your sins. You see, Adam and Eve tried to cover themselves up with vegetation, and that was not adequate to cover up their nakedness. God killed animals and covered them up with animal skin, or gave them the animal skin to cover themselves up with, setting the precedent that blood must be paid for sinfulness. And so that might be a continuation of that. That kind of makes sense to me as well. And it it very well could be a combination of the two. But either way, we can also see in Cain's attitude how he got all grumpy about the fact that God had rejected his offering. And God actually comes to him and says, look, what are you grumpy about? What are you upset about? If you had given me a proper offering, then I would have accepted it. And instead of Cain going, you know what? You're right. I'm sorry. I am going to give you a proper proper offering. Instead of doing that, he did quite the opposite. He was reminded, probably every time he saw his brother, he was reminded of the fact that his offering was rejected by God. And he probably took that to mean that he himself was rejected by God. I am offering the part of myself that I am willing to offer to God. And he must accept me because this is who I am. But he doesn't accept me for who I am. So, I'm going to remove the one that God does accept. I'm going to show God... And so he murdered his brother, despite the fact that his brother did nothing wrong. And I'm sure Cain had in his mind what a rotten person his brother was. Oh, he's just a favorite of God. And he's a favorite of God because of this, that, or the other thing. It doesn't really have anything to do with me. It doesn't have anything to do with the fact that I did not fulfill my obligations so I'm just going to kill him. And folks, that has been going on over and over and over and over and over again throughout all of human history. And that is what is going on today with this trans-vengeance movement. I'm not sure whether or not This is going to become something. I guess time will tell. I think it will play out very much the way that Antifa and BLM has played out. Maybe not as long. I think this is something that will be like what happened in Pittsburgh today with the Catholic churches being swatted by robocalls. for the most part i think it's going to be kind of a passive aggressive kind of deal and in jurisdictions where they know that they can get away with violent behavior they will do so and of course ambush attacks like happened in nashville i believe and i you know you guys know how how i believe in Spiritual warfare. I think one of the things that we need to be doing when it comes to spiritual warfare, those of us who are Christians, those of us who are who believe in spiritual warfare and who believe in the power of prayer, we need to be praying daily, hourly. Anytime it pops into your head that is the Holy Spirit poking you saying, hey, you need to be praying about this. We need to be praying for whoever the next mass shooter is. We don't know them personally. We don't know who they are. But God does. We need to be praying for that next mass shooter. So that maybe something will happen. Hopefully, they see the light hopefully they see god hopefully they see christ in somebody or somehow they see christ and they decide that they're not going to go around killing folks that's what we need to do at the same time folks it's getting scary out there and i'm not telling you to be a victim either So, if you know how to handle yourself, you know how to take care of yourself, you take every precaution necessary to defend yourself, your friends, and your family. There is nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with protecting yourself and others from violent actors. So pray for them, folks, but be ready, be ready if the rubber meets the road. These are sad times, folks, but they are going to get worse. But after they get worse, they're going to get better. I guarantee you that they're going to get better. Okay, folks, I'm going to be praying for all y'all in my audience I'm going to be praying for the next mass shooter. I'm going to be praying for the victims of these shootings and these robocalls and these threats. And I hope that you join me. It's getting scary out there, and I'm not telling you to be a victim either. So, if you know how to handle yourself, you know how to take care of yourself, you take every precaution necessary to defend yourself, your friends, and your family. There is nothing wrong with that. There is absolutely nothing wrong with protecting yourself and others from violent actors. So pray for them, folks, but be ready. Be ready if the rubber meets the road. These are sad times, folks, but they are going to get worse. But after they get worse, they're going to get better. I guarantee you that they're going to get better. Okay, folks, I'm going to be praying for all y'all in my audience. I'm going to be praying for the next mass shooter. I'm going to be praying for the victims of these shootings and these robocalls and these threats. And I hope that you join me.